Hey. Go back Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I are in shock. I'm extremely upset. Dear Ann Landers, my son got married. Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy. Dear Ann Landers, wife is working out. I've seen a woman here at it. She thinks way too much. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Every oh time, God. isn't it? I love this. Welcome Round to two. Dear Pod. The Comedy Advice Podcast. I am your host, local celebrity, former president and sex pile, James Buchanan. Oh. Yes. yes. And I'm Shelly Winters. And I Ooh. swam all the way here. Oh, wow. You look fantastic for your age. Thank you. Did they defrost her lately? Huh? Is Shelly Winters still alive? What? I don't know. Shelly Winters. I don't have my finger on the pulse of Shelly Winters, and I don't think anybody actually does. Yeah. So we're coming to you today... Live. (gasps) Live for the very first time ever from the Fulton Theater in Lancaster, Pennsylvania! Yes! Yay! good! It's almost as if they rehearsed it. I mean... How do they just know what to do? It's amazing to me. You guys are such fantastic hosts to me in your city. Me and Patrick here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Lancaster. 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 Look, we have a real hard time saying it, so let's do the sneeze. You're supposed to sneeze it. Lancaster. Lancaster. Home of whoopie pies. Yes. We've been enjoying your central market thoroughly. Yes. To market. Um, to we go to market. market. I have a real hard time saying this. If you've heard the other podcasts, I, I can't say I'm going to market without sounding like I'm from a Jane Austen novel. <laughs> it's a real hard time for me. So I keep calling it the market, which is making me not a local at all. And well, I haven't tried the celery not. yet. See how disappointed they are in me? I've been here for a month. I haven't had the weird celery lady. I thought you made it up in the last podcast. Well, every time I go in there, I get distracted by Mean Cup, and then everything goes off the rails. What's Mean Cup? Oh, it's a good cup of coffee. She's stiff. She'll cure what ails you. Oh, it's not a person. No, it's, well, it's just a woman who yells at you while you get coffee. What does she say? That's what Mean Cup says. There's no edge to it. You know, like that Dick's Joke Hut or whatever it is, like where people mistreat you. Dick's Last Resort. Or yeah, where you sit down and they're like, you're an what asshole. You what do you want? Yeah. Fries? Yeah. You're, come on in, Dick. Yeah. And, you know, just everybody's like got a shit. Just, just like, like that. that. But no, Mean Cup. It's just a mean cup of coffee. Oh. That's all it is. But no it's good, right? Sass. No side of sass? It should be served with a side of sass. I will say, there is a... Are they playing catch with a refrigerator upstairs? What is that? What was that? What, what was, was that? that? Was that kinky boots? Oh, my. <laughs> I don't know. Jim, are you okay? Wow. What is that? Oh, oh probably getting cross uh, contamination with their side. Contamination. What? We can't That's, say don't that. Don't say that in coronavirus times. No. no. Wow, are we hearing a boot just dragging? Now, I've heard that this is one of the most haunted places in Pennsylvania. And I heard it from a guy who opened the stage door for me today. For some reason. Wait, what's happening? Is someone playing with a balloon? It does. Static. Wow, we are crushing it tonight, aren't we? I'm glad you guys are drinking. 
We're not too far behind. So, um, yeah, as I went to go open the stage door today and I had all my bags with me, like arms full of bags, guy holds the stage door and he goes, do you know that this was the site of the jail? And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, yeah, there was a massacre here. And then he closed the door and ran away. (laughs) And I have all my bags in my hands like, "Uh, thank you. How, How do I get to market? Yeah. That's my husband, by the way. Did you all know that? I'm married to the guy at the mixing board, so I'm going to beat the crap out of him at the end of this. Legally, I feel like I can do that, you know? I, I, I oh. swear to God, I don't know what's doing it. It's, well. the, it's the Indian massacre. So has anybody encountered a, a, like a, a ghost since we've been here? Wait, why... No! <laughs> I would so fall for that and be like, oh my God, do you see it? Is it on me? Is it on me? I'm terrified of ghosts. I, I'm, I'm fascinated and terrified. I feel like they'd talk to me a lot. If I, if I open myself up, they'd want to, they'd latch on. And that worries me because I already have enough emotional baggage. Like I don't need a ghost hanging on to me too. Mm. It's a lot to work with. You have really good teeth. I'm not going to lie. Like, isn't it a little distracting? I can see those from space. Your teeth are like the Luxor. It's fed. <laughs> right? Look, Patty has an appreciation for teeth. I don't know True. what this is about you. What are you talking about? You like good dental work. I do. I do. Where I- are you from around here? Do you guys see how he paused? He's clearly wanted by the feds. <laughs> like that, that very pregnant pause. He's like, do I tell well, this I chick or is she going to follow me home? Don't ask me my name. Don't, don't ask just me my don't name. ask me. I, outer Philadelphia <laughs> is always a good answer. Not originally, but you live here now. Okay. This is very cryptic. This is, okay, so since uh, we'll just oh. talk about Lancaster for a minute. I've been having a blast since I've been here. I'm not going to lie. There's a, it's tattoo parlors and coffee shops as far as the eye can see. <laughs> <laughs> Always alert. You're really aware Highly of making decorated. bad choices and a neck tattoo and some ear gauges, and I'm good to go. I'm very excited by this. It's been phenomenal to be here. I want to thank you guys so much for being good hosts. Like, it's nobody in New York City knows what to do when we travel somewhere and people are nice to us, and you guys are making eye contact with me, and you're happy, and it's very unnerving. (laughs) It makes me uncomfortable. Your happiness, your joy. (laughs) New York City, we're like, nah, no. No, thank you. No, I'm good. We move on. Have a good day. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? I went into that Starbucks on the first day, and as I walked in the front door, the guy made eye contact with me like from the door and he was like hi and I was like what do you want <laughs> I just gave him my wallet and I ran throw your suitcase we're so wired to like oh I'm ready for a fight all the time we're an angry people in New York we have to be we're to survive very impatient yes I experienced that today what happened today I was just trying to oh you experienced some... the happiness of Lancaster Lancaster <laughs> that's good that Thank was good you. yeah no I'm just extremely impatient because in New York, you're just kind of like this the whole time. So if you're yeah. waiting for longer than... Five you, seconds for right. anything. But doesn't it like, like put oh! a spotlight? <laughs> I know. Jeez. Like, you don't know what my coffee is before I even walk in the door? It's Disgusting. I know there's people living game. happy lives. And um, last week when I was in New York, I kicked a pigeon. So <laughs> that's called living the dream. I think we're back on, on track right now. We sound pretty good, Sounds right? Good. Sounding good. 
Famous last words, right? All right. So I in case you guys it. don't already, please follow us on all social media at Deerpod Official, at your Twitter, your Instagram, your Face Place. Are we even using Facebook anymore? Why do we bother? Can we just have one less thing for me to update and filter a picture because no picture I ever post of myself is reality at this point? They're like, I didn't know you were a D cup. I'm filtering the crap out of it. <laughs> it's like it's like every day on my Facebook page is Never the cover of a Harlequin romance novel. You know? I'm like, wow, you have long brown wow. hair now? Did you get a haircut? Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I like to be filtered so much that it looks like I was shot through a mattress. So I like cloudy. I want a cloudy. I don't want any hard edges. I want everything to be soft and fade into the background. So if you tag us in anything today, my favorite filter is Amaro or Gingham. Mm. So just make it make it good and make it foggy. That's all I ask. And you should definitely tag us. Everything is DearPod Official. And check out our website, DearPodOfficial.com, where you can listen to every single episode. We've made it easy. We've put it all in one compact, pretty little webby-sidey place for you guys to find it. And um, as always, you can do a vintage thing and email us your advice questions because we answer questions from listeners every week. Send them to DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. Can I hear that? Is it DearPodOfficial at gmail.com? <gasps> it's like Adult Sesame Street. You guys are so good. Wow, you guys get a gold star for today. You're our best first live audience ever. <laughs> <laughs> so... Every week, we pick a specific topic, and we find articles to fit that topic. And if you didn't listen, you should really listen to last week's episode, which was pornography. Pornography. Everybody's favorite topic. Who doesn't discuss that with their parents? All the time. Every day, I sit down with my mother, and I was like, what porn do you like? Well, Aaron... I like, and if she answered, that's when you could like immediately get it from the table and leave and never come home. An Aaron shaped hole in the wall of my house. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get away from you fast enough. My mother likes goats. What? Yes. So check out the porn episode. It's very entertaining. So we pick a a topic every week and um, sometimes we just will stumble upon articles that are absolutely ridiculous and may not fall under any particular category. And for moments like that, we call it grab Grab bag. bag. So get ready to grab your bags. This week, we are giving you four articles with random topics that will make you feel uncomfortable. Are you ready? Why don't you kick us off, Pat? Oh, Oh, wait, before we do that, a brief word from our commercial sponsor. Say what? Yes. Hey, Patty. Hey, Aaron. Are you looking for a night out on the town? Always. Want to take in a live show without paying the exorbitant costs of Broadway? Oh, do I? Sick of hauling your tookus onto train after busted train into New York, only to find out that Ma- Matthew Broderick's understudy will be going on for him in an ill-conceived revival of Raisin in the Sun? What? <sighs> then get thee to the Fulton Theater, located in the heart of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. This nationally regarded theater produces a mix of comedies, dramas, and musicals featuring the finest professional actors, directors, choreographers, and scene designers in the country. That's a mouthful. I know, and I said it so fast, didn't I? Yeah, give it up for them. Give it up. Broadway quality shows at Lancaster prices, and hey... Catch an act of God in its final week before I, Aaron McGuire, Lord Almighty, return to the heavens. 
And coming up on their main stage, Kinky Boots stomps into town March 3rd to the 29th. That's right. Visit thefulton.org for more information. That's fulton.org. The org is for organic, non-GMO, <laughs> gluten-free fun. That's a great ad for the Fulton. That's really If you guys great. want to rip it and use it again, I, I won't charge believe... you more than five grand. That's great. Just on the spot Gotta like that. I have standards. I know I'm so off the cuff. That's really great. It's so like you what? weren't even reading anything. I know. It's not. I know. I'm just You're natural. You're so talented. You're I so am. talented. Well, hey, want to give me an article? I do. Kick us off. All right. Do it. Do it, John. <laughs> this comes from the Times News, Twin Falls, Idaho, March 9th, 1983. Twas a Wednesday. A good year for hair. Was it? Mm, was it? Dear Abby, never in my wildest dreams did I think I'd be writing to you, but I don't know where else to turn. To be as brief as possible, my husband and I have been married for 14 years. He's a wonderful husband, father, and provider, and has always been a decent, respectable, church-going man. We've always been honest with each other and never had any trouble in our relationship. Lately, <laughs> however... <laughs> He has been embarrassed because of impotency, but I never made an issue of it. I noticed that every time the phone rang, he would rush to answer it, something he never did before. Then I did something I've never done before. I listened in on the extension while he was talking, and Abby, I nearly passed out. He was talking all this vile, filthy talk to a, some woman. Liza Minnelli. This went on for about five minutes. I got sick to my stomach and I hung up. After I pulled myself together, I told him I loved him very much and we needed to have a little talk. He knew I heard his conversation. So he broke down and told me that he had joined a telephone club where the members call each other and talk dirty on the phone. (laughs) I've never heard such a thing. He swore he never met any of these women and doesn't plan to. He just does it for kicks. Can I believe him? I love him, Abby. I can't tolerate this kind of behavior. Please tell me what to do. Signed, Heartsick in Missouri. Telephone club. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. Dear Heartsick, don't be judgmental. Be compassionate and understanding and reassure him of your love. Tell him that he must get into therapy to find out why he needs this kind of filth in his life. His recent impotency is probably related to this telephone club. You may also need counseling in order to understand his problem and be supportive. So call your local mental health community service and find out what is available near you. It could save your marriage. Is she high? What is wrong with this woman? What is wrong with both of them? Cut the cord and pick up your shit and get the hell out of the house. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Pack up all the Get out. You know what I couldn't get past? Landlines where somebody can pick up the line and listen to you. Like it was like a sli- it was like Once once they said extension, I was like, oh my God, remember those? Like how many families were ripped apart because I was like, I'm gonna pick this thing up and hear what they're talking about. Wow, a telephone club. And to think, he could have just gone to the gym. I mean... If he went to my gym. A filthy... (laughs) Different kind. 
<laughs> a filthy talking telephone club. We, well, we kind of, was this hear? like an 800 number? It was a 900 call-in number. Well, 800 is free, 900. Touche. I mean, okay. I mean, not that I know. I'm just saying <laughs> what I've heard is. Wow. Well, can you imagine what must have been transpired? I want to know what she heard. I want to know how many people are on this line. So is it just like an orgy of people talking on the phone? Well, it's also landline. So in that time, did they really have multiple callers? Could you get people on different extensions? I don't know. Like I think I love doing... that we're limited by technology in this scenario. Well, yeah. And it's probably like a rotary, like one, oh, two. That would make me impotent, just having to use a rotary. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I was in the mood, but by the God, time I got I'm to so the end of it, right now. now <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't. <laughs> I want to talk trash to some. Oh, my God. Oh, nine. Nine. Oh, I died the wrong number. <laughs> Click. Oh, I'm so hot right now. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. Oh, it takes so Click. long. Wow. Would you say, if say you. I mean, he's the right pineapple. there. Let's ask Let's him. Pretend Have you ever talked here. trash to someone on the phone while I've been married to you? God, I hope so. Because I don't want to work that hard at this anymore. Go on. <laughs> We'll we can wait. wait. We can wait. Um, I did say Liza Minnelli while you were saying that. I do like the idea of Liza Minnelli being the trash talker, though. Like, get get over here and get in my pants. Liza Minnelli? Are you on my sex line? Yeah, it's a really specific line that you called, Charlie. I guess. Did I misdial? No, no. I have these fabulous pants by Bob Mackie, and they're crotchless now. So come on over. I'm waiting I for you. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's impotent. <laughs> You're welcome on behalf of no, all honey, your marriages. <laughs> honey, it's okay. It was Eliza Minnelli. <laughs> Hotline. Then she'd leave him. She's like, wait a minute. Wait, you're gay? And you're on a sex line? <laughs> she uh, picks up the landline and she hears, ring them bells. Come on, ring them. <sighs> and she just like, and horrified, walks away from the phone, calls her divorce lawyer. She just hears like clips from Gypsy and she's like, what is this? What is she doing? <laughs> is this an open mic? What is she doing? <laughs> Wow. Well, I see your Liza Minnelli uh, trash talking. Is there anything else that you wanted to say on this? You just leaned in with a pencil and it felt very professional all of a sudden. Because I have a pencil? I know. It feels like you're taking notes on me. Oh, I will. Oh, Mark one, down. Down. Well, I have a new article for you. This comes from the St. Cloud Times in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Have you been there or something? He just raised his hand like, St. Cloud, I know it. Do you like Minnesota? You, right there. You, oh, you. The guy who looks like Phil Donahue, doesn't he? Do you get that a lot? Do you get Phil Donahue a lot? If it makes you feel any better. Phil Donahue doesn't get Phil Donahue a lot. Look, someone told me I reminded them of Eleanor Roosevelt, so don't feel bad. You're having a better day than me. Well, this comes from St. Cloud Times, St. Cloud, Minnesota, April 26th, 1968. So we're throwing it back. Get ready. Did they even have landlines back then? Did they even have electricity? I don't even know. I don't know. You're going to like this one because this is right up your alley. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, like you, you love know dental me. health issues. Like, so oh, this okay. is, yeah. I, do. I don't want to give up. I Go don't want to. No. I'm trying to bury the lead, okay? I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm ready. Dear Ann Landers, my husband and I cannot bring ourselves to talk to our neighbors about this problem, but we want very much to help them. Perhaps if you print this letter, they will see it. This couple next door has four lovely children, two in their teens. They are good Looking. There's a dash between good and looking. Good I don't know why. Looking. Maybe <laughs> yeah, they, they, they didn't have editors back then. I'm good looking. looking. Bright and well behaved kids. 
She has a Another dash. I know, maybe that's what it is. All four of these youngsters need to have their teeth straightened. It isn't just a case of four kids with crooked teeth, Anne. Their teeth protrude in such a way, it's the very first thing a person sees. Mm. We realize that orthodontics is costly, but these people are not desperately hard up for money. People should realize that ugly teeth can be a lifetime handicap. Surely they could make arrangements to pay in monthly installments. Will you rephrase this letter so it will not offend them? (laughs) Too late! (laughs) I just do answers, I don't write them, bitch. You crazy? (laughs) Do you think I have the time to edit your shit? I'm not your editor. (laughs) But please get the message across. Thank you, Washington. Martha, I assume. I I don't know. Just Washington. Dear Wash, when parents do not see the need for dental care, although it is apparent to others, I always hope the child's teacher will speak up on behalf of the youngster. Uh. What? <laughs> it is an act of kindness to do so. Don't remain silent in the hope that the neighbors will see this letter. Tell them. They may interpret your interest as interference, but is worth the gamble if it helps the kids. Anne! I mean... <laughs> I there like is it. nothing... It takes a village to straighten someone's teeth. Listen. It is like the it is like a billboard for your face. If you open up your mouth and it looks like you've been chewing on a tin can for seven years, everyone knows. Like, how do you teeth take any- are a billboard for your face? They needs are. to be our show shirt. <laughs> I would put that. I would put that on a billboard. You should. It would. Uh, on your teeth. I know. Uh, look, I agree. Listen, I had British teeth. I got the worst like of everything. Teeth? Like shark teeth. Yeah. Basically, if if my parents did not pay for any of my dental help i would have like an incisor growing through my cheek uh-uh. and and yeah i was disgusted like you'd take me around the south and charge two bits a gander i was it was a freak show <laughs> it was disgusting and i know look i saw pictures of me when i was a kid and i was like Ugh! it was mm. not it was not going well so i got all the bad british teeth like i could eat a corn cob through a picket fence no. bad they were all <laughs> No. Like they were they were coming in in different places and stuff like that. And it's like God was having fun. Yeah. He was like, just throw them in there. It was like he was playing craps. Yahtzee. Yeah. <laughs> he just took like six She'll of them and threw out. them in my mouth. Yeah. And he's like, good luck to you. Don't worry. She's going to be a comedian later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like, don't wait. Wait until the jowls come in. It's just going to get worse from here. Yeah. The best of all the genetics that my parents gave me. I like and that. I had these two teeth right here, these side teeth. This is this is how much like a monster it could have been. Uh, the incisors were growing in over my two front teeth, so I had they to were, have they were surgery. Double parked. Oh yeah, they were. They were waiting. They were like, we can wait. We can wait. Double hazards, parked, which is how hazards. I've been parking since I've been here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I have been ticketed more here in those parking spots than I have anywhere else in the world and I would like to write to your mayor about it. I'm God. I should be able to get off on those things, you know? Get back on track with the teeth. Okay, teeth. So, 
I've had two surgeries on my teeth and these teeth were the monsters though. So they were growing in above these front two teeth. And when they took the x-ray of it, I almost just said Xerox. Yeah. They took a Xerox on my face. They took a Xerox on my face. When they took the x-ray, you could see them coming up in by my nose. That's not right. I was a sex pile. What? Like just a hottie. No. (laughs) So I had to, me and my mother have no ability to um, not faint. Like I come from a long line of fainters, a long line, like my great, great grandmother probably fainted in world war two. Like we faint everywhere all the time. Hmm. And so I had to have surgery on them. Yeah. That's not who you want to bring with you. (laughs) Who's that girl who keeps passing out. And I just, we faint all the time where we can't, we, we just have no threshold for pain or seeing blood or any of that stuff. So by all means, bring my mother with me to get Open this surgery vein. done. Yeah. Let's see what happens. So they, they put me into surgery, but they gave me laughing gas, like vintage, old school, classic. They need to bring this back laughing gas because it was good. It was very good stuff. So I was just high as a kite. And... They did the surgery and they they brought me out of there and I was like, that was hilarious. And I was making my mother laugh and my mother's like, well, you seem to be fine. Let's go shopping. So I just had surgery and she brought me to a mall because we love shopping too. This is another disease in the family. But the laughing gas wore off in the middle of Macy's. Oh no. And she turned around and I was like- bleeding? I don't, I think I was packed so full of gauze, but my face was huge. Like it was swollen. And my mother's like, yes, let's take Eric Stoltz from mask into <laughs> Macy's. I'm like, Say hello to Mrs. Sullivan. Like, Can you point me to the lingerie department? <laughs> You're never going to need <laughs> it. <laughs> and like gray, you know. And it wore off in the middle of Macy's. And she said that I was like, it went so fast that I was like, so anyway, so I says to Mabel, I says, and I was like, and and she just kept walking. And at one point she was like, Aaron, Aaron. And she turned around. I was standing in the middle of Macy's doing that, like just making circles. (laughs) It was like I was on a revolving stage. I was like, and I passed out in the middle of Macy's and she had to drag me out underneath my arms, like out of Macy's, like she was dragging a dead body. Not without my daughter. Yeah. (laughs) She was Sally I'm not leaving Macy's without my daughter. (laughs) Yeah, that was, it was a stunning story. But, and then I got another surgery on my mouth and they put her in the recovery room with me. What were they thinking? And then I woke up and when the drugs were wearing off, I went, I need drugs. And I just was like yelling drugs. And I heard my mother say, Erin, Erin, you have to focus. You have to, uh, and then she fainted. And then all the doctors and nurses came in and dragged her out underneath the arms out of the recovery room. I remember seeing my mother get dragged out of the recovery room and she got her own recovery room. Everything's a competition. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Dental well, health. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to add to the dental health stories? Well, as riveting as that story was, no, I don't think I can add anything to that. How do you top that, you know? I don't know. I'm just one of eight, and four of us had braces, and the other four were perfect. Wow. Were you one Deep. of the perfect? No. I have had a set of braces, mm-hmm. had back braces, <gasps> oh. and then I've had Invisalign twice. <gasps> they won't stay still. Why? Mm-hmm. They overcorrected, so my teeth went like that. I think we've talked about teeth before. Am I correct? Yeah. We've I, talked about teeth before. But wow. Let's move on. Oh, okay. Oh, Let's move on. Y- this seems like a touchy no, subject. It's fine. The invisible. I'm fine. <laughs> You've invested a lot They're of money. All real. <laughs> For now. Let's move on. <laughs>
Do it. All right. From the Tampa Bay... Oh, sorry. (laughs) From the Tampa Bay Times, St. Petersburg, Florida, June 25th, 1991. A Tuesday. Dear Abby, sex for seniors? Why not? That's right up my alley. I'm age 85 with a 71-year-old wife, and we make love frequently. I lost my first two wives to cancer almost 20 years each. I met my present wife when I was 79, and she was 64. She had been with only one man in her life, her husband of 37 years. So I should not have been surprised at her obvious lack of experience. What? This isn't Ryan Gosling writing the letter. It is an 85-year-old man. Backing up, so I should not have been surprised at her obvious lack of experience. <laughs> Being made love to has, was new to her. As a, this is like a romance novel. <laughs> was new to her, as opposed to being an outlet for a man's desires. Once we got in tune with each other, we made love ten times in nine days. Once every day. But was counting. And twice on Sunday. (laughs) I kid you not. God. We have slowed down somewhat since I was hospitalized for a month after surgery to remove a cancerous colon. It was a month after that before we could resume our lovemaking. Notice I said lovemaking, not having sex. There's a difference. <laughs> By the way, I met my third wife in church. After our relationship became serious, we toured Europe together. Different names on passports don't bother hotel clerks or anyone else when two people travel as a couple. After living out of a suitcase for six weeks, we knew we'd, we'd either love each other or hate each other's guts. We married as soon as our property sales were com- completed. <laughs> my my secret for a successful going? marriage? Take your time. <laughs> Sex is a quick roll in the hay. Making love is like an ocean voyage. Oh. Half the fun is getting there. <laughs> Signed, older, but not too old. <laughs> I'm older after hearing that. Dear Older, you could write a book. You certainly know how what to do between the covers. Hooray for you! <laughs> Where's the Purell? Oh, God. She ended it with hooray for you. Hooray for you. <clears throat> Some talking points. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. He's 85 years old. <laughs> Check. She is 71. Yep. First time. Right. It's a long time to hold on to the virginity. Cancerous colon. Okay, yeah, that Cancer Check. Colon. So there's no, you know, backdoor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It's off the table. So, so 
so we we already have one less it's like option. It's a Shamrock Shake. It's like sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Like a McRib. Sometimes it comes back. It's a special. Like and I'm not feeling you. great down there. Well, I've said too much. Oh, I know. Oh, isn't it so good though? So now that they're making love and they're in tune, can you stop saying making love? I, I hate this rhythm. word combination right. so much. I understand. Oh, they made love ten times in nine days, once every day, and twice on Sunday. <laughs> it really so lays it out church for you. And after, like well, that homily really got me going. <laughs> you had the wine, didn't you? Oh, I did. <laughs> and I'd do it again. Extra host makes me I'll be horny. Right back, my colon hurts. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just bragging. To be honest, I mean, what else are you gonna do on Sunday? Well, market's closed. <laughs> wow. Making love is like an ocean voyage. On the Titanic, is is somebody's it? sinking Why after this. Why does it take that long? An ocean voyage. You're too old to have an ocean so voyage. So I'm supposed to have sex for days? Well, it no depends food. on what you do. If you do the Norwegian cruise line thing. I'm going to be with a mask. So I'm going to be making love with a mask on. Wait, did he say he had a mask on? Oh, no, because of coronavirus. Oh, oh. I was like, is that a detail I missed? Because that's pretty intense now. Well, that's yes, really kinky. With a Richard Nixon mask. Yes. <laughs> You're like that? I don't. I really don't. I this can't is breathe. really creepy. This is the 10th time today, Stephen. Stop doing the peace signs. I don't understand. I thought you said your colon hurt. <laughs> it's off the table. It's off the it table. Is. I said, no, thank you. Wow. Uh, that's uh, uh, that. That was a delicious article. Can you Abs- just imagine being like, mm. huh, I know. <laughs> Dear Abby. <laughs> like, how the hell does that, like... Because it's not like he's like, I'm on the computer. Like, He's like, I'm just going to It's not firing off an email. No, and it's just like, I'm just going to put it in. <laughs> she has all the answers. And at no point was he like, do I... Yeah, I no, do. Yeah, like, I do. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> Slide it in the I've slot. I've been putting in the slots every day this week. <laughs> Twice on Sunday. <laughs> wow. I don't know how I can top that, but I will definitely You can try. definitely try to top it. I can definitely top <laughs> <laughs> What are you saying? Oh, in you. Innuendo. Oh, jeez. Oh, my. I think I lost my voice after screaming. At some point in that, I, I, I went Her blind too. halfway through that article. So this comes from the Green Bay Press Gazette, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Ooh. June 20th, 1979. I love Green Bay. Oh, who doesn't? I love Green I've Bay. I've got good cheese and poutine uh, or something. Poutine? Isn't that what the Wisconsin's eat? What's the kind that squeaks? What? The che- there's a cheese, curds, cheese, cheese curds. curds. Yeah, they squeak when you eat them. And that's like their big selling point. I was like, yeah, because I want my food to scream at me. <laughs> mm, <laughs> not a vegan anymore? That's not anymore? supposed to do that. <laughs> Why does it still have the bell on? Why mm. is this cat meowing? <laughs> it's supposed to be a hamburger. Well, ap- this is ironic what? that we're talking oh. about pets right now because okay. the title of this is Pet Monkeys Called a Nuisance. Already we know we're in for a good time. Yeah, buried the lead. Yep. Dear Anne, I'm a high school student. The first year, I made nearly $300 mowing lawns and working part-time. The second year, it was over $1,000. The third year, $2,300. I'm going to mug this kid. He's got a... 
That's some good not, money. That gets you out mowing lawn. <laughs> if by lawn you mean a different kind of grass, yeah. Mrs. Field doesn't have grass, Tommy. <laughs> It's a very lucrative side business. <laughs> Why is your shirt ripped? Is that a hickey on your neck? No, oh, I fell into a rink. Oh, I had to talk my parents into letting me buy a trampoline with my earnings. Now, I want to buy a monkey. What? Yep. Mom says, over my dead body. She called the vet and asked about their personal habits. He didn't help much. My folks were raised on a farm. They had pet snakes, badgers, raccoons, horses, cows, pigs, ducks, chickens, and all the wonderful animals farm kids grow up with. We got it, Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) But all I want is one monkey, which I can pay for by myself. Help me. Signed, a sad kid. A warped kid. Something's wrong. Yeah, don't, what about the monkey that ripped the face off that woman? Don't mess with a monkey. But here's Anne's answer. Dear Sad, people who have had pet monkeys say they're a terrible nuisance. My twin sis, dear Abby, had a pair. Uh-huh, David and Bathsheba. A gift, a gift from a friend in South America <laughs> who sends two monkeys. Annie Mame does. <laughs> Those two ringtails messed up the house, and I mean messed up, tore lampshades, broke bric-a-brac, and frequently escaped through the windows because they were trying to get back to South America. (laughs) The neighbors would call and say, Mrs. Phillips, your monkeys are on the roof of our garage. Please come and get them. Then the chase began. Hooks, fishnets, ropes, bananas, and whatever. Why'd she put fishnets on? (laughs) She's like, wait a minute. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Let me get Hold the on. bananas. Get Hold the bananas. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm 71 She's and like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, ready. <laughs> I'm ready, officer. Monkeys are adorable, but they belong in a zoo. Unless, of course, you put diapers on the little darlings and keep them under 24 hour surveillance. Anne, she yeah, had to be it. smoking crack when she did this. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Put a diaper on them. There's the, the only way to solve this issue is by having a monkey with a diaper running around your house. <laughs> Nothing least, to see here, kids. Before they rip your face off, at least they look quirky and quirky. <laughs> quirky, that's the word. Cukey. Thanks that's for coming a- to dinner. What's that? Oh, that's just my pet monkey with a diaper. <laughs> dinner? Get him off my roof. <laughs> put, put on those fishnets. <laughs> Bananas. How much would a monkey be? It's the 70s. It's not like you can just go to like the local whatever and rescue a monkey. How did somebody ship two monkeys to her sister? How do you go about doing that? This is very Jurassic Park. Did they show up in a crate? What I know of of monkey adoption is (laughs) basically from from the movie Outbreak where you get... If we've learned anything from the coronavirus. Well, I'm not talking about the coronavirus. I'm talking about the movie Outbreak. Same diff. By Michael Crichton. Classic. Right. Yes. Where you have sex with a monkey or something like that, and then all of a sudden everyone dies on a plane. Yeah, yeah. I see I see the connection. Right. And classic Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I was going to talk about Patrick. What's his name? Patrick. What? What's Who his was name? in Outbreak? Patrick. Patrick Swayze was Dempsey. in Outbreak? Patrick Dempsey. That is Patrick a whole Swayze. different movie. If Patrick Swayze is in Outbreak, you're like, oh, this Outbreak is dreamy. <laughs> 
I'm like, I don't care that I've got boils all over my face. Can that man dance or what? Look he at ma- that ass. He made that monkey dance. <laughs> Look at that lift. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God that monkey was wearing a diaper. <laughs> Nobody puts monkey in a corner. I you love know you. what? I this love is you, written itself. <laughs> this is the new movie. This is Outbreak <laughs> 2. Who would have known? We've written it here tonight, and you've heard it. We've copyrighted it. Nobody steal our idea. I love you, monkey. Ditto. We need to have auditions for new Patrick Swayze's, but, okay. you know, we'll figure that's it fine, out. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Wow. Or we can do the hologram tour of Patrick Swayze. <laughs> oh, that's going to happen sooner or later. I think Celine Dion is a hologram at this point. She could be. She here is. She is. Like, Wait. This is her right now. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dear Pod. And you're safe in my heart. Or we'll go Not one good vowel on that no, woman. No. Not she could one. swallow rice and you could see it going down her neck. <laughs> Every vowel has an R attached to it. I think so. It's like Cher. She's not far from being Cher. She is very far from being Cher. <laughs> Cher has a fucking Oscar, okay? <laughs> but they're not that far in timbre, don't you think? Like, I think after two cocktails, Celine Dion turns into Cher around her friends. Celine Dion <laughs> it turns into your mom after like four drinks and is like, hey kids! And she goes nuts. And all of a sudden her limbs are like moving independently. And then she's like doing the crotch shots on your brother. And she's at the marionette theater. <laughs> like, yeah. oh! <laughs> you guys, who's manipulating Celine Dion today? Oh, it's the new guy. <laughs> Just make her punch her chest. Make her punch her chest. <laughs> air guitar. Air guitar. Air guitar. No, that's wrong. That's supposed to be Stevie Vaughan. No, no, back to the chest. Wow. Shares in the front row. I don't know what the hell this bitch is on. <laughs> I could get a residency at Caesar's Palace. That's my shitty share. I do a terrible share impression. That's like the woman in Cher, the musical. So oh, I like, thought you meant like like manipulating Cher. In hey, <laughs> hey, I'm Cher. <laughs> Who's Wait, got their I'm hand Cher. up Cher's Wait. ass? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have had their hands up Cher's ass. <laughs> but not the 86-year-old guy. It's off the table. But no, because he's too busy. <laughs> I know. He probably broke the table. Wow. Honey. This was absolutely fantastic. Those are some four articles. Give it up for us for the articles today. Yes. Well curated, often imitated, never duplicated. Yeah. Those were a great selection of the grab bag, I gotta say. This is the first. You've grabbed some great bags today. Well, only once. Well, I think that we should clear the slate for a moment for a brief word from our... (laughs) I'm just gonna, yes, pee right here. Might as well. Somebody does it in my show already. I thought that's what you meant by clean... Well, different. Okay. Uh, Now time for another word from our commercial sponsor. Oh. Hey. Hey, Patty. Hey, Erin. I have a need for help with my interior design. Oh, you do? I do. I have a home. It needs designing. Do you know anybody who could help me? Hmm. I think I do. Why could it be David Lyle? 
He works with you to create your ideal space. He does? Did you know? Yes. David Lyle Home and Design creates elegant, comfortable, and functional spaces intentionally designed with you, you, me? you, in mind. Well, actually me, because I'll oh. hire him. Okay. From small and large residential products to commercial designs, they offer a variety of interior design services, always with the goal of creating a space that expresses your tastes, needs, and personality. Thank God I'm schizophrenic. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> David Lyle creates spaces you'll never want to leave. Me? But I'm going to ask you to leave them anyway. All right. Don't stay too long at the party, will you? You ready to get started? Mm -hmm. Call 717-690-8477 to schedule a free consultation. One more time? 717-690-8477. I didn't write it down. 717-690-8477. David Lyle Got Designs. It. Thank you very much. Mop. Mop report, is it? I it's think it's time. about that time. By the way, you guys, I've been doing a lot of vintage shopping since I've been here because it's cheaper here than in New York, damn straight. Look at, I'm wearing a t-shirt that says Amish country and it's quirky. Mm. I've been finding a lot of postcards since I've been here and our house is designed all 1960s. So I've been looking for postcards that are like 1960s hotels. And of course, now I'm reading the backs of all of these things. Remember the days when you'd send postcards and put like personal information out in the open for everyone to read, but at least I'm in Santa Monica. Or <laughs> Dear Debbie, <laughs> two times on Sunday, have fun. <laughs> Love mom. <laughs> so Clothes I, clean. I found a postcard, yeah, and the, this is the first one I picked up, and I just have to read the back of it to you because it's mm. so funny. Dear Ida, Beb Poff and I are down here two weeks with mom. She had a ruptured appendix and peritonitis, and she had a temperature of 106 degrees. She was terribly sick. She's better now, and we're leaving for home over the weekend. Stan. 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 Who puts peritonitis on a postcard? <laughs> Whoever received this. Stan. Stan, Stan that Isn't asshole. supposed to be like, having a great time. Wish you were here. Not, Not like, got crabs from my sheets. Also, I was a slut on the beach earlier today. Passed out and was dragged to the frat house. Anyway. Love, Stan. Yeah. <laughs> He's a wordsmith, isn't he? <laughs> Oh, wow. Stan. Yeah, so I've been enjoying postcards. So point me in the direction of all your best venture stores because I am collecting postcards while I'm here, ladies and gents. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And hey, so in case you don't listen to this, every week we have a segment called The Moth Report. I call my mother Moth, Mothra for short because I'm demented. Mm hmm. And, uh,. We, we, Patty and I, something we have in common with our mothers is that every time we talk to them, we get a weather report from where right. they're standing. Correct. Like, it's just, you could be right next to her and she was like, 86% chance of rain, semi-cloudy. And you're just like, um, uh, could we talk about anything else? So we developed a sequence called the Moth Report. And basically, we call my mother and let her just talk. So if you'll indulge us, please give me the music. It's time. It's time for the moth report. It's time to call my mother and find out what the weather is like where she's standing. And whatever, whatever other kind of jibber-jabbering she has to offer us today, you can ask her questions about my teeth. This could be very exciting. 
Oh, here we go. This two is rings. technology wow, at its really? finest. Two, two rings. rings. I'm embarrassed already. Uh-oh. Hello. Two rings. Hello. Two rings. What? What? Can you hear me? It took Hello? two rings to, for you to pick up. It took two rings. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> How are you? Did you not know this was happening? We're doing a show. Did you know that? Uh, yes. Yes, I kind of forgot. I, I, I thought, well, everyone's going to call in a little bit. Maybe I should get ready. So I started combing my hair. But it turns out. <laughs> is, there a fi- is there a film crew there that we're not aware of? <laughs> it's been a long day. I haven't left the Best house. Best supporting all actress in the 1945 day. film. Goes to my mother. Mother. Wow, I'm sure you look fantastic wherever you are. I I am in the kitchen with my hands in the water. I've been washing dishes. I did a lot of cooking today because I didn't go anywhere. It didn't get above freezing, so I stayed in. <laughs> and I watched some TV. I read a book. I did some cooking. And um, what'd you watch? Uh, I watched. <laughs> you ever see that show called How It's Made? Yes. Oh my God! They made uh, supermarket potato salad that was <laughs> would nauseate you. How in, long was that show? In vats and vats and vats of it, and it was disgusting. So <laughs> then they made uh, what do you call those things that you put liquor in when stick it in your back pocket? Flask. A flask. My mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna put you in my back pocket. A flask? A flask. F L A S K. Why can't we spell wow. that one out, you guys? <laughs> wow, you had a hell of a day watching potato salad get made. It's been exciting. I cannot wait for the warm weather. What's it like right now where you're standing? It's freezing. I've got these big fat socks on trying to keep my feet warm because if my feet are cold, then the rest of me is cold. So I'm just trying to. <laughs> Trying to keep warm. I've been doing a lot of cooking. I made some cacciatore tonight with uh, angel hair. And uh, you're so Irish. Why house. are you making Italian food? You're trying to I'm get not... things with flavors in them. <laughs> salt and pepper. Yay. Oh, salt and pepper. That's oh. all she. That is ethnic that spices is, for my mother. Irish let's be food. honest. <laughs> like that's, that's, do it. She's going crazy. She's watching how it's made. Did you yes. learn anything oh. from the potato salad? Did you learn anything of like any tips on how to actually add flavor to things or no? No, I just, I wanted, they always put in those red pimentos to make the, to make it colorful and it wrecks it. Don't, you know, if anybody from the supermarket industry is there, stop using those things. <laughs> and start, also stop using artificial vanilla extract in your ice cream. I am not You a just fan. got applause for that. You should know. You're going to start a whole movement here in Pennsylvania. Oh We're going to follow that woman. I'm voting for you for president. Cook it with Yay! Yeah, you're running on a non-artificial vanilla platform. I don't think I, I, don't think I could handle the job. <laughs> you think you have to what? I could not handle the job. Um, but I came home with a new appreciation for the fast knock. I have to tell oh! you... If you if you put those things into the microwave for ten seconds, you'll be in. Oh, it's so awesome! They're delicious. Yes. What is it? Just so you know. Okay, let me bring Patty up to speed. It was Fasnacht day on Tuesday, and they came down here to visit me. They saw the show, but basically, I think my mother really just came down here for the Fasnachts. Oh, it was a real Fasnacht. I'm right those things. Out. They're donuts that you could build a house with. <laughs> They're so intense. Like a and dense lo- donut? And yes. Glazed. 
The glazed ones are so good. Do you All hear right. how excited All she's right. getting right now? Yeah. <laughs> towel off. <laughs> just a donut. By the way, Patty, you look really cute. I saw your picture on Facebook before the show started. All right, all right. You she has really a thing cute for with your little blue shirt. Very yeah. nice. She's explaining exactly what you're wearing right now. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a little it's, snippet uh, on Jim's Facebook page, but I didn't see it on yours, Erin, because since you unfriended me, I don't see too much of anything on Facebook anymore. Yes. He's outing me. I couldn't take the responsibility. I this was a report, about that. But you are definitely no, worth this the is read. a roast is what it is. <laughs> yes. This is therapy. It's group family therapy. Yes, I couldn't handle uh, the responsibility. Yes. Am I right? Anybody young who's friends with their parents on Facebook, you you really it's like playing Russian roulette with your own <laughs> Yeah, people are applauding. People are applauding. But you should know that a woman in the back row gave a thumbs up when you said to microwave the Fosnox. So there's, yeah, there's. She's very excited about this. You, you're really uh, yes. opening up a whole new world to the good people of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yes, I thank you right. for that. What can we yes. expect of the next couple of days? Well, it's going to get warm. Hooray! We're going to go up to sixty on Tuesday, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I'm getting ready for my cruise. Of course, now that we have a pandemic going You're around still the globe. Doing it? <laughs> Are you thinking twice about doing that? Uh, yeah, uh, kind of. Well, you know, we're getting little emails from the cruise company. Little saying, you know, emails. We're gonna, they're going to take a hey look guys. at us before they let us on. Like, um, you guys, I know that there isn't a virus going around, but um, so two sad. buffets for you <laughs> included in the price. <laughs> wow. Um, well, now that yes. it's getting warmer, are you going to start wearing your shorts before it's time to really wear shorts? There's well, you know what I did person, yesterday? Right? I took two old pair of jeans and I cut them off. And she I made Daisy Dukes. I she made Daisy the, Dukes. Look at that picture. I think so. The cutoffs should make a comeback. Of course, mine aren't as short as Daisy Dukes. <laughs> I won't even go that short. Uh, middle <laughs> of the knee, maybe. Middle of the knee. That's about all I can handle. Ooh. Middle of the knee. <laughs> oh, okay. Weird yes. cut. Wow. We have learned so much about my mother tonight, you guys. Middle yes. above the yes. knee. I'm definitely calling my therapist in the morning. There's you no should. doubt about that. Well, we want to yeah, thank I, you for giving. I should get myself one. She's going to keep going. <laughs> oh. It's funny. Yeah. What did you just say? I said I should get myself a therapist. But I'm getting a little feedback on your end. I'm like kind of hearing it. Oh, funny. Oh, your, we're your voice sorry. sounds a little oh, funny. We, oh, we're, I know. we're really sorry. Really, it's the technology. We need an IT person on her side. Right. Ask oh, my father yes. to help. Oh, good God in heaven, no. He's asleep. He's upstairs somewhere. I don't know what he's doing, but uh, he's out of my hair, so the heck with it. That's where he belongs. Oh. Away from me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> tough crowd. Wow. Tough. Oh, my God. Well, we thank you very much for giving thank us the weather you. report where you're standing. I hope that you Don't. enjoy your new cutoff pants. And, and if you have any fast knocks left, if they made the ride, she got no. like six or seven of them. Oh, and she was like, they were silly, gone by silly the time girl. They, they made it home because that's where I found the microwave you know, situation. And uh, it, uh, I, I actually had... I had brought home six, and your father had one. <laughs> so <laughs> you know where that goes. I don't know how many. Uh, I think I, I had to not go to Weight Watchers this week because I was wearing those fast knocks on my. How many hip. points is a fast knocked? All of them. <laughs> how many points? It's I, don't, I think it's off yeah. the chart. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thank you very much for calling in. We want to say hello and we love you from Dear Pod Live. Thank Yay! you, Mom. Have a good show. Bye, everybody.
Bye, everybody. Oh, she hung up. <laughs> she peaced out of there. It's been well, a long day. I can't wait to watch this episode of Potato Salad. <laughs> Riveting. I'm just relaxing at home watching someone make potato salad in a vat. <clears throat> Ew, of all the things you want to make in bulk. Oh, that's a lot of potatoes. A lot of potatoes. So uh, at this point in the in our uh, program, mm-hmm. we have taken questions online from listeners who have sent in for advice on several topics. So we had uh, we had a handful of them sent to us, but we just cherry picked a few of them to share with you. And then we are going to open it up to you, dear audience, for our very first live Q and A. If you have any questions that you want answered by Ann Landers or dear Abby, start to think of them in your head. Any questions at all, we're ready for this. But in the meantime, we're going to share with you. <gasps> Instagram mail, Instagram mail. The listeners wrote into Instagram mail, asking us questions, and we have some answers that we've written to them online. Uh, uh, uh. That was a great song. Did you like that? I'm glad that you went. I went full out night. after a week's worth of shows. The gift is still working Sounds somehow. You like Celine Dion. It's all one big vowel. I don't know. That sounds like someone's car horn is done. It is. It's like, oh, wait, let me do it. And then and then this is the car horn. What was I supposed to do? I don't know. I felt like you were going to go, Timmy's waiting outside. I got to go get in the car. His Volvo's out front. I didn't. I'm sorry. I dropped. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that's okay because it's time for Instagram mail. So people have written to us at DearPodOfficial on the Instagram and they've sent us emails, which was DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. Mm. You're so good. You are. So um, we've got a a few to share with you here tonight. Why don't you kick us off with the Instagram mails? So we answer these as Ann Landers and Dear Abby in the style of these things. So let's do it. Which one do you want to answer first? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to start with this one, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. The question is, how often is too often to get my dog's anal glands expressed? (laughs) I heard the more you you have it done, the more they will need it done. A vicious circuit. Circle. (laughs) Twice on Sunday, somebody just (laughs) I don't know why my dog is always racing to the groomer. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and your answer, Abby's answer. Let me ask you a question: Would you like three fingers up your behind every week? <laughs> Unless you're Jenna Jameson or my cousin Lenny. Don't call me stupid, Del Florio, who spent a summer as a drug mule for the Del Fazio sisters. Chances are, if you're taking your pup in weekly or every other week, you should see a therapist. <laughs> that was lovely, lovely. So how often is too often to get my dog's anal glands expressed? Each dog's anus is like a snowflake, <laughs> one of a kind, and it melts in your tongue. <laughs> Wow. Exactly the response I wanted. But put a lot in one room and you're going to need a shovel. Dogs' needs vary from case to case depending on the breed and age. Best to consult your vet on this one as the only anal glands I've expressed are my husband's. And that is an unfortunate task that must be performed weekly. God help my manicurist. And... <laughs> Thank you. 
I hope your manicurist is like a has a lot of lava soap at her establishment. <laughs> Always lava soap. I love lava soap. All right. You don't bring that back in a pump. So this question is, how much wine should I drink each day to feel healthy? <laughs> Studies have shown that drinking a glass of wine a day has incredible health benefits. Red wine is rich in antioxidants, reduces inflammation, and promotes good gut bacteria. Ain't science grand? As with most things in life, moderation is key. Should you have a bottle of Pinot Gris in the cup holder of your treadmill? Probably not. But each body is different. Take my great uncle, Winston Churchill. He'd down a bottle with his oatmeal in the morning, and he lived to the ripe old age of 90. Sure, his liver looked like beef jerky when he died, but it's not like he was an organ donor anyway. So, pop a cork, put a straw in a bottle, and enjoy. And if someone gives you a hard time, tell him it's doctor's orders. And... Okay. Oh, oh somebody right. liked that. That was it. Am. <laughs> How much wine should I drink each day to feel healthy? Mm. Healthy is such a relative term, isn't it? Mm. One person's six-pack is another person's IV of Chardonnay. <laughs> Personally, I'd like to take a few sips of Patty Page Pinot Grigio before I get on my Nordic track. After an exhausting 15 minutes, I dab off my brow and enjoy a Bartles and James wine cooler before I head out in my Mercedes convertible for tennis with the ladies who sip together, Ida Lupino and Brooke Shields' mom, Terry Shields. If I make it home without a scratch in my car, I consider it another day of living a healthy lifestyle. Yes. Bartles and James. Terry Shields. My aunt still drinks Bartles and James. I didn't even know they still made She's it. She's the only one keeping them in business. Mm. She'd drink Zima if they brought it back. Get they ready. They did bring it back. Oh. It's back. What, now? Currently? Why are we even podcasting then? Let's go. Listen. Let's go get a sixer of Zima and oh. call it a night. Okay. All right. Okay. Go, you can do the next one. Which one you want? Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do my teeth have coronavirus? Oh, <laughs> It was so weird. Just the smartest people. I know, Insta. The smartest people. Instas. Coronavirus. The only way your teeth could contract the coronavirus is by ingesting coronas from Igor, the impotent bartender at Scruffy Duffy's in Hell's Kitchen. The only bartender <laughs> in New York who reads the employees must wash hands sign and proceeds to wash them in his mouth. <laughs> so vivid and I so I didn't right. do it. Yet. Do my teeth have coronavirus? Probably. Not to add to the hysteria, but coronavirus seems to be spreading faster than my sister after nickel beer night at Applebee's. Now why I oughta? <laughs> Depending on where, depends on where your teeth have been. Have they traveled abroad in the last three months? Were they in your mouth or out? <laughs> Here's what I recommend. Fill a pint glass to the brim with Smirnoff vodka. Then drink it. Then fill it again and remove your teeth and place them in the glass for an hour. <laughs> but not longer. That stuff has been known to remove the varnish off of woodwork. Godspeed and hope you're here in a month. And. Yeah. Do my teeth have, have the coronavirus? coronavirus. Yes. And finally, we have 
Why does my husband, who has significant hearing loss in both ears and refuses to wear a hearing aid, always make it seem that it's my fault he can't hear me? Yeah, yeah right? This is clearly an issue in this room. Like, I, like I'm speaking too softly, too muffled, not facing the right direction, etc. Your husband's problem is the double D, denial and deflection. He should run for president. <laughs> Hearing loss can be so gradual, lots of people don't even realize it's happening. My Jules has been going steadily deaf since 1946 when I told him I preferred his brother. (laughs) Some hearing loss is only partial and people have a hard time hearing certain frequencies. My father has selective hearing loss. It only seems to kick in when my mother talks. His hearing has evolved to block her and only her out. (laughs) Or it's about ego. Hearing loss is equated to aging and deteriorating and your body's slowly giving up and rotting and gnawing until you become one of those old guys who walks completely bent in half. Though thanks to texting, I'm pretty sure we're all going to be walking like that in 10 years. Confront him about it the next time he blames his hearing loss on you, but be gentle. Talk to your husband about making an appointment for a hearing test. Unfortunately, if someone doesn't want to wear an aid, there's nothing you can do to force it. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him hear. On the upside, you can now pass as much gas as you want, and he won't hear a damn thing. Happy farting, Anne. Wow. Wow. That was a deep dive. I know. It was enlightening, Mine was wasn't it? Relatively brief, I oh, guess. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I mean, I'm just I, You're just I a mean, simple just, lady. Okay, I'm just I'm just a simple lady. <clears throat> Why does my husband have significant hearing loss in both of his ears? Well, we get the joke. Yeah, yeah. It's probably because he's too stupid to ask for help. Most men would rather <laughs> keep driving the wrong way than stop and ask for directions. They aren't the sharpest tool in the shed. Just ask Sid, Siegfried and Roy. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out a white tiger will probably rip your face up if you wave your, your jazz hands in front of his face. <laughs> Short and sweet. Oh, good old Siegfried and Roy, oh, huh? sad face. What? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so sad. Too soon. Not to, never oh, too soon. Someone had a tiger meat sandwich that day. Ew. Oh, what did happen? that tiger what happened to that tiger do we know i i, I don't know that i don't I'm, I'm assuming i need for you to go I'm, and find like, out you Fly need to, to go Vegas in the corner right what you did was bad he became tony the tiger he's he was a like spokesman a, he's now. just like in the corner like i'm sorry <laughs> I didn't you know. ripped off daddy's face i was starving okay i, was stoned. I didn't know we were doing a show today <laughs> i was vegan for too I'm long i'm the only white tiger here <laughs> It was a white tiger. His name was Manticar. Is that right? Manticar? Manticore? Manticoir? What is that? That's the tiger's name. Oh, really? Wow, I've learned something new today. He's a white tiger, and that's his name. We did a deep dive on this tiger so far today. Well, the only way that we can cleanse the palate is now for the very first two on Sunday. For the very first time ever, we are now going to be taking questions from a live listening audience. Oh, my God. This is crazy. This is like the Carol Burnett show. I know. Everybody tug your ears. Yes. Ooh, we got some music happening. Oh, already we have one over here. Question. Oh. 
they're out of towners. No, a New Yorker would not. That say is that. not true. I know people who have called in sick to work to try that Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, there were people who were just like, well, you know, we're gonna, we do, we will, we will knock over a grandmother to get onto a train on time. But if there is a ridiculous hybrid of a food, we will wait for a long time to try it. Me, I don't eat solids, so it's pointless. True. Yeah. I don't get I don't get the food trend crazes. Again, again, I'm gonna go back and say they're not real New Yorkers. I say that if you've been in New York between one to five years, you're probably standing in a line. How long if, have you been in New York? Sixteen years. Did you ever wait in line for like a rainbow bagel or something? I don't like to wait in line because it, I'm very anxious. I'm a very I run anxious. <laughs> so I don't like to stand in line for someone to validate me so I can be next. That's why I wouldn't be very, I wouldn't be very good at Studio 54. Like, like me, like me, like me. And just like, Liza, let me in. I can't, darling, unless you get me a cronut. <laughs> I don't want to wait in that line. <laughs> That's a very good question, though. We have differing opinions on it. You think they're out of towners, and I believe that, that New Yorkers, for a trend, will wait for that. But they will knock over their mother just to get on the one train on time. Because you Probably. don't want to wait for a train. Any other questions? Questions for us? Wow, we Not broke the audience. Not everyone at once. <laughs> we have one over there. What's your advice for people that wear too much cologne for perfume? <gasps> oh. You have to start on this one. It all depends on whether if it's at the gym, you just pull her by the ponytail because it's always a woman <laughs> and tell her to go in the locker room and wash it off. <laughs> And if it's Axe body spray, I think you should have the legal right to murder that person. Correct, correct. But that's for legislation to decide. In an elevator, especially because in New York, we are traveling always on a metal tube to go somewhere, an elevator, a train, a train to another train, a train within a train. How long are you in that elevator? To, <laughs> enough to make you want to vomit. I mean, like, if you, yeah. Yeah, you walk in and you're like, why is it Elizabeth Arden's white diamonds? What is that? Is she here? Who smells like Sarah Jessica Parker in here? A lot of vanilla in here. Yeah, the Kim Kardashian line, I think that could that could just eat right through skin, too. I don't like the scent of vanilla on women. I know people for I don't know what happens in people's heads when they go to apply a scent. Here's my advice: less is more. One Max two spritzes. Not directly on you. Yeah. You spritz up and then you walk through. Yeah. Oh, yes. You, you spray and walk oh, away. That's right. That is the queer eye for the straight guy motto, which is, yeah. I did not know that. No, it's spray, delay, walk away. You just want a mist, a fine mist of good scent that smells better than your natural stink. All right. Things to live by. That's wonderful. That's a wonderful question. Away with Thank words. you very much. Don't I? Yes, we have one in the front row right here. I have to have the sex talk with my kids and I don't want to because it's awkward. What do I do? Outsource and hire a clown. He puts his what in his what? Squirt. Gee, Pickles the Clown, you explained it so clearly to me. Pickles, no! I, now, Patrick and I are childless. 
And uh, <laughs> until we get together. Child's and hey, good. anything could happen. Well, it would happen in a tube. It would make my mom very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Alas. <laughs> I can't imagine what it's like in this day and age for parents to have to explain. And also because at this point, you because we move so quickly as a society, I feel like the sex talks are going to start happening at age three. You know, like, Correct. here's what's coming down the pike. Not, I just want to no. play Legos. <laughs> I'm what still playing with blocks. It gets and sometimes and twice on Sunday. <laughs> Grandpa, knock it off. When you reach age 85, Sally, <laughs> you're going to have a great sex life. How old are your kids? Okay. Oh, wow. God. You don't. The fact that you don't know the ages is not a good sign. <laughs> like, meanwhile, it's a 25-year-old woman that's living in this house, being like, "I already know. I already know. I have a kid. <laughs> I have my own kid already." <laughs> yeah. How to approach the sex talk with kids? What do you think? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I have 24 nieces and nephews. I <gasps> barely like to talk to most of them. <laughs> I know there's one confirmed case of homosexuality. I don't know if it's contagious throughout the other <laughs> ones. I know at some point my phone will ring and I'll have to talk to them about it. <gasps> so they're going to say, they're going to be like, I'm go talk to un- Uncle Patrick. Go talk to that sinner that moved out of Chicago and lives in New York City. <laughs> With all of his dancer friends. He'll tell you what to do. Patrick has dancer friends. <laughs> something that was really said in your house please tell me it is i'm not going to confirm that <laughs> so how do you approach that talk that is a very interesting topic um i'd say start with ice cream licking you're really gonna start with licking wow you really you got that one that's how jim got me he started with ice cream and i let the, the night lead where it may Oh, I can't imagine having to talk to them about that kind of stuff. Uh, or you could do the Irish Catholic thing, which is to not say anything at all, and everybody screams when a sex scene comes on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that was like me and my house is that we'd be watching like a regular movie, and then even the whisper of a sex scene would come on, and my mother would go, bah, 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 bah. So to this day, I can't hear that song without being like, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner. It's so sexy. <laughs> so every time you have sex with your lover, like the laughing soundtrack <laughs> yeah, comes on. Yeah. No, no, this gets me in the mood. It gets me in the mood. I love Goldie Hawn. And she's like on top of your bed. <laughs> Charles Nelson Riley, what are what? you doing here? Ruth Buzzy. <laughs> Any other, we'll here? take one more question from the listening audience. The listening live. Yes, ma'am. <gasps> Thank you. She was talking to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he did rock it. He looked fantastic last night. It was night. a black turtle, man. <laughs> sure. Oh. What are you doing next? Oh, on a street corner in Lancaster, selling myself, just selling myself for fast knocks. Ten you know? cents a donut. <laughs> Ten cents a donut. Ten you know? cents a donut. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, I am headed back. Uh, I go right back into the swing of things. Once I get back into New York, I am back into the stand-up world, and I am appearing on a whole bunch of stand-up shows in different clubs in New York City, so you can follow my events online, so you can always catch up with me. I, I tour around, and I do stand-up sort of all over the place. And here's a new fun thing. <laughs> get ready. I'm doing a TED Talk. Yeah, on Joy. Did they know who they picked for this? Joy. It's going to be a real funny TED Talk, y'all. Real funny. I don't know what you're going to learn, but you're going to laugh. That is my guarantee. So I'm prepping. I'm doing an event for TED as soon as I get back. But my TED Talk happens on May 2nd. So it will be available online after that. Joy the dishwasher. Joy the movie starring Jennifer Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I actually had to Google Joy. I've started like writing ideas down for it. And I was like, well, the internet knows more than me. I'm going to Google Joy. And that's where we'll start. (laughs) And we'll see what happens. Oh, and then the next, that's the other thing, Dear Pod Live will also be going to the Women in Comedy Festival, also in May. May's going to be a great month for me. Other than that, I'm screwed. I'm looking forward to the sex change. Uh, the Women in Comedy Festival will be happening in, oh, I know, any day now. It's going to be a rough one. I'm going to I'm gonna smuggle you in. I'm not going to tell them, he's okay. a boy, get him, girls. So the Women in Comedy Festival happens in May in Boston, Massachusetts, my hometown. I'm going back there. We're going back there with the pod. And um, what's going to be fascinating is that you guys are our litmus test for what a live show of this would look like. And you're looking at (laughs) the workshop right now, babies. This is it. Yeah. This is just how Kinky Boots started. Just just how it starts. Everything starts with an idea, doesn't it? That's right. We have one... Is it oh, one final commercial? We have oh, one well, final shit. word from our, our commercial sponsor before we head out. Hey, um, fun fact, Patty. Uh-huh. Uh, how do you how do you want to be buried? Share it with the people. He's already told me what his death wishes are. Well, it's very involved, you see. I plan on passing away in the middle of the summer in New York. <laughs> and during a very hot and humid summer day in Central Park in Central Park I plan to have everybody outside sweltering uncovered and as everyone's doing their farewells and goodbyes to me there's going to be a small mister on the side just to cool everyone down before that I will have been cremated or I, or my other option is being thrown in a, in a wood shredder and then yeah. shot out at everybody <laughs> yeah yeah. A, if we cannot get the wood shredder because it's too loud and park Legislation rules. Two, I would also like to be cremated. And then as everyone's saying goodbye to me and the misters are on and we're throwing my ashes, I'll have an industrial-sized fan blowing the ashes back towards everybody. But <laughs> deep inside that mister rail is actually glue. So now my ashes will be stuck to everybody and will be permanently placed on their face. That's how I plan to go out. Little remembrance. Yeah. You just don't, it's a parting gift. It is. So, but if you don't want a death situation that's as complicated as Patrick, you can contact the Groff Funeral and Cremation Services. No matter what, you can be confident that Groff Funeral and Cremation Services will do precisely what's best for you and your family. They have over 115 years of experience caring for families throughout Lancaster County. You knew your loved one better than anyone else, and they've got the experience. Together, they'll design the perfect memorial of funeral service for your loved one. No matter what, when, or where, Groff will be there. Yes. 
Well said. Thank you. Thank well you. Said. It's almost like I took it right off their webpage, <laughs> isn't it? it? Fell out of your it's mouth. Pretty amazing. So um, it has come to the very special, our personal favorite segment of the show. It's time Don't. for. Specialty cocktail, specialty drink. Put it in your mouth and tell us what you think. Every week we come up with a specialty cocktail inspired by our topic of the week. And this week's cocktail, in case you haven't had five already and we're hoping that you do, is God's Gimlet. Created by Rockstar Mixologist slash fellow ginger, Shannon Kelly of Shot and Bottle in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Shot, 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 shot. God's Gimlet is the new holy water of Deer Pod. Here's the recipe. Two ounces of vodka, or if you prefer gin, the devil's drink, that works well. A half ounce of lemon or lime juice, your choice. A half ounce of simple syrup. And one half ounce of falernum. This is an all-spice tasting liqueur we are featuring from the local Maggie's Farm rum falernum sold at shot and bottle. So you want to pour all ingredients in a shaker, add ice, shake and strain into a chilled coupe glass. Serve it up with a twist of lemon or lime, or just keep it naked as a jaybird to save yourself from choking on the garnish, since these go down fast and easy, like my sister. Hey, wait a minute. (laughs) So here's the tasting notes. In the name of the Father and the Son and this Holy Spirit, God's Gimlet will deliver you from evil and take you on a spiritual journey to enlightenment, especially if you have more than one. Trust me, three sips in, three sips in, and you will be forgiving everyone's trespasses. This twist on a classic will have you seeing holy visions and blessing the fruit of this booze. The citrus and simple syrup act like angel and devil on the shoulders of a blessed vodka, while the falernum sits at the right hand of this holy trinity, bringing a ginger kick and spicy warmth that says, Come to me, my children. All are welcome. Crossover. Kick off this Lenten season with a God's gimlet, then head to church to confess your sins. This booze-forward beverage will have you testifying. Now enjoy! She has risen! Ladies and gentlemen, courtesy of our mixologist here this evening, doing the work for Shannon Kelly is my James Jules Ferris. So cheers to one and all for the very first live podcast of Dear Pod for enjoying us, welcoming us. I thank you so much for coming out tonight. Thank you! Thank you! Woo! to do this to you so far. Uh, oh. Uh-oh. Oh, this happens. Uh, so this is what happens during our live stuff for the first time. Okay. Everything is working great except one thing. We need to do the whole opening again. Why? I forgot to press record. <gasps> <laughs> Stay exactly where you are. You guys are great.
great. Dear Pod is now taking applications for Are a new you producer. Kidding me. And I am currently looking for I a divorce lawyer. 